Hello and welcome to 9 to 5 Fitness, a podcast about how to incorporate a healthy lifestyle into a 9 to 5 work week, presented by Sunny Health and Fitness. And this episode is brought to you by the Sunny Health and Fitness SFB0418 Magnetic Mini Exercise Bike. I am your host, resident fitness expert Matt, and today we have a very special guest co-host. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Eric. I'm the producer slash technical mastermind behind the podcast, and I'll be filling in for Christina today. Yes, unfortunately, Christina is enjoying herself uh, not at work, so we hope that she's having a great time and you know, we're excited to have Eric on today, but uh, we know that a lot of you might be missing Christina, but we'll do our best to uh, fill her shoes and make sure that we can add some excitement to this podcast. Um, all right, so Eric, usually this is the point where uh, we have a question asked, but since you don't have the question in front of you, <laughs> I'll go ahead and ask the question. Uh, we'll be talking about kind of what are some creative ways... Uh, that you can work out at work. So have you ever found yourself thinking about how you could work out at work? All the time. Sometimes I even just walk around a little bit, to, and I and I use the excuse that I'm using the time to get my thinking going, but really my legs just fell asleep in my chair, so I needed to work out. Because your legs fell asleep in your chair. So you're like, hey, that's a prompt. I should probably get up and move around. It is. I, I think the next signal after that is my leg turning purple. <laughs> Definitely don't want to get to that point, so I think you're making the <laughs> wisest, wise decision uh, by getting the blood flowing and uh, getting up from your chair. So um, anyway, great question. We want to, I'm sure many of you have thought about, okay, well, you know, I don't really have a lot of time to work out, uh, or I'm struggling to find time to work out when I'm not or when I'm at home, or I'm just, it's just hard. It's just hard to find the extra time, uh, you know, between commuting, between working, between family, between, you know, responsibilities outside of work. You know, when can I get in time to work out? Um, so we're going to try to come up with a practical solution for you today um, where you can add in some activity, uh, some easy, quick workouts uh, to kind of help put together a strategy where you can get enough activity. We've talked about activity before in the past. Um, remember, we talked about our 150 minutes of exercise uh, per week. And, uh, you know, if you can't get that in uh, outside of your workplace, we're trying to give you some strategies that you can use while you're at work uh, to create some calorie burning activities um, in different ways maybe you haven't thought of. So just to give you a little bit of background, about why this is important. Um, there has been some evidence in recent studies, uh, one particular that we're going to provide for you from the British Journal of Sports Medicine, um, where they highlight the importance of focusing on the balance of light intensity activities uh, and sedentary behaviors, uh, particularly with uh, high volumes of time that adults spend sitting. So basically looking at, okay, we know a lot of adults are sitting most of the day at their desk jobs, um, many people are still sedentary, so if they're not adding, you know, high-intensity, vigorous activities in the gym, uh, will light-intensity activities make any difference? So what are light-intensity activities, right? Eric, you just mentioned one. You got up and you started? 
walking. Walking, yeah, light intensity activities. Uh, so does that does that matter? Is that still going to be beneficial for us, or you know, are we do we have to find time to get to the gym and try to you know work out for an hour vigorously? Um, does it matter? You know, is there any benefit to just squeezing in some light? activity throughout the day. So that's kind of what we're going to look at. Um, the short answer is yes, light activities do make a big difference uh, in your overall health if you can start to implement some strategies throughout the day. Uh, so what we're going to do first is look at, all right, I'm at work. Uh, usually when I'm at work, I'm probably desk bound or seated. Uh, so what can I do? I want to try to optimize the time that I'm spending at work uh, what can I do while I'm at my desk to kind of increase my activity? So we're going to look at three different things. And uh, the first one is going to be um, substituting your chair, your desk chair, uh, for a gym ball. But my desk chair is so comfortable. It's a lazy boy. <laughs> well, that's part of the problem. Your <laughs> lazy boy is making you lazy. And we want to increase the activity, not uh, create a comfortable, relaxing environment so you can sit longer. We want to get you up and moving a little bit. So uh, in order to do that, um, you can increase your activity levels by simply just replacing your desk chair with a gym ball, right? Big stability ball is another name for it, gym ball. Uh, big, round, soft ball, right? If you're not familiar with them, check them out. Uh, you can do just a quick search, search, search for stability ball or gym ball. And uh, you can see what I'm talking about. Um, big, comfortable, round round ball. Easy to sit on, comfortable. Um, and it's been proven that if you substitute your chair for a gym ball, you can increase the calorie burning potential of the act of sitting by 6%. So what does that mean? About 50 to 100 calories more per work shift. Now, that doesn't sound like very much, right? 50 to 100 calories per work shift. Well, you're telling me that I have the choice of either not eating my pack of almonds or sitting on a gym ball to get a calorie deficit. <laughs> Tough choices, right? <laughs> Tough choices. Simple. <laughs> These are simple solutions, right? If uh, the diet's one that you're having trouble with, that's another topic that we can expand on as well. But if we're just looking at, hey, how can I increase my activity? Uh, I want to be able to add some creative ways while I'm at work. Just simply taking out your chair and substituting a gym ball can have a good increase uh, on the amount of calories you burn just from sitting on a different surface. So anywhere between 50 and 100 calories per work shift. So that's about eight hours. Uh, is there any kind of alternative for people that might have some sort of back issue or something where they can't be sitting unsupported? Well, the good part of the gym ball is that when you do sit on that gym ball, there is increased uh, abdominal activation. So... Ideally, yes, you would not want to sit on a surface that's going to create an uncomfortable environment for you. Um, but the act of sitting on that ball could engage those core muscles a little bit more than if you're sitting in a chair, which usually disengages your core musculature. So the act of simply sitting on that unstable surface could help your issues that you're having by simply strengthening your core muscles from the act of that unstable surface. So, um, yes, of course, if it's uncomfortable for your back, you know, you want to stick to something that's going to put you in a comfortable position, but it could also help you by strengthening the muscles around your uh, abdominal area. Uh, moving on to the next piece of equipment that you could possibly start adding. Uh, this is actually something pretty simple. Um, you don't technically need it, but if you do want to be working 
uh, while you're performing this activity, uh, it is critical to uh, to have uh, this piece of equipment. So what we're talking about is a standing desk. Now, if you don't have a standing desk, you don't need the standing desk to perform this activity. We're just talking about spending more time on your feet than sitting on a ball, sitting on the ball, or sitting in general. Um, so the sheer act of rising to your feet out of your chair, off, uh, or if you're on the gym ball or stability ball chair. The, the act of standing increases your metabolism to where you're burning an extra 20 to 50 calories per hour, greater than sitting. Um, and that's pretty significant if you're standing for a long period of time. We're talking about a few hundred calories per day if you're somebody that is standing most of the day. Um, now, I'm not telling you to stand all day at work. <laughs> <laughs> that could get uncomfortable for other reasons, but... You know, if there's periods of time where you can say, you know, I've got a phone call, uh, you know, maybe I'm doing some work and I can, you know, be standing at my standing desk for 30 minutes here and there, that's going to significantly increase the amount of energy required for you to hold yourself upright in a standing position um, that's a much greater, significantly greater than sitting down. Uh, so just the act of standing up and staying standing uh, for periods of time can increase your calorie burning potential anywhere between 20 and 50 calories per hour. All right, so the next strategy we're going to look at is uh, similar to the standing desk, uh, but it involves a little bit of movement. Now, it's, it's challenging for individuals to create uh, kind of a desk workout you know, while you're in your actual work area. Um, you don't want to be too distracting to those that might be working around you, um, and just there's not a lot of space to comfortably work out uh, in your desk area. So one simple way that you can increase the amount of calories that you're burning while standing is just by simply walking in place. Um, walking in place is similar to the effect or the intensity of actually walking, um, which you can burn around 300 calories per hour. Um, so all you have to do, stand in place, raise your knees up, walk in place, march in place, simple movement. You can perform tasks while you're doing that. You can be on the phone, be working on your, your uh, standing desk, um, whatever it is that you can comfortably do standing in place, again, another simple way to increase your calorie burning potential. Does this also require you to have walking shoes? <laughs> uh, if I would say that if you're going to be planning on doing this for uh, several bouts, so you know if you plan on doing walking in place for more than say an hour throughout the day, uh, yes, you want to make sure that you're wearing uh, comfortable shoes just in case. Um, you do have sensitive feet or you do have, you know, ankle or knee issues that might become more uncomfortable from, you know, a shoe that's more of a dress shoe or a high heel. So, yes, good point, Eric. Uh, <laughs> make sure that you're, if you plan on doing that, that's not to say you can't do it in your work shoes, but if you do plan on doing it for, you know, several bouts uh, throughout the day, yes, comfortable shoes definitely is so, a must. So please consult your HR department to see if casual <laughs> and walking shoes are allowed in the office. We will not be held responsible based on that advice. <laughs> Another good point. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I knew you were valuable, Eric. <laughs> all right, so uh, just to review, this is all kind of in the seated around your desk area. So again, gym ball, um, just simply substituting a gym ball for your desk chair. Um, routinely standing up for, for bouts throughout the day and then uh, adding some movement walking in place while you're standing. So just to kind of give you a little bit of an idea of how many calories that could add up to, um, if you're just, and again, this is a low ball total, um, just sub simply substituting your gym ball for your chair, 
that could eat that could equal about 50 calories per day um, standing for about two hours uh, so two out of the eight hours uh, that can increase your calorie burning potential by 40 calories per day and then walking in place is the best way because that actually adds some more movement a little bit more intensity uh, and simply doing that for 30 minutes uh, that doesn't mean you have to do it 30 minutes straight maybe you break it up into three bouts of 10 minutes uh, that can increase your calorie burning potential by 150 calories uh, per day. There's some other pieces of equipment that you could utilize if you choose to. Um, there are pieces of exercise equipment like the one I mentioned before in the intro, the under desk bike. Um, there also are recumbent bikes that actually have desk platforms on them. So you could be seated riding your bike and working on a desk surface on your computer as well. So there are those products out there where you could actually perform exercise uh, while doing work on a computer while having a phone call as well. Um, so those are all the kind of around the desk seated, you know, close, close proximity um, activities that you could start implementing basically right now um, as you're listening to this podcast. You could be sitting on your ball. You could be standing up. You could be walking in place. You could be doing all that right now. Um, the next one, if you're driving though, but uh, yeah, probably not if you're driving. Well, yeah, probably not if you're driving. <laughs> Please be safe while driving. Um, <laughs> the next thing that you can add, um, so seated was number two, right around your desk space. The next, next one we're going to talk about is uh, more so related to the amount of free time that you have uh, during the breaks uh, that you have while you're working. So, uh, if you get you know five ten minute breaks, if you have an extended lunch break. Um, how can you fit, you know, some, some shorter workouts within that time and still be able to have enough time to, you know, eat your lunch, go get food, and then kind of give yourself a mental break from the work day as well. So um, the strategy here is basically implementing actual workouts, but in a shorter amount of time. Now, does, does a short workout matter? Does it, does it work? Um, there's been some research done specifically on, you know, if I do, you know, do I have to do greater than 10 minutes of exercise for it to count? You know, how, what's, what is the, what is the little amount of, of exercise that I can do and still reap the benefits of, of a workout, an effective workout. So, uh, some researchers at the university of Utah published some research in the American journal of health promotion. And they looked at kind of like the basic level, you know, what, what is the lowest amount of activity that you can do that will make a difference? Um, and they looked at minutes of activity. So not just, Hey, let's, let's do these workout plans. Look at, let's look at, you know, can individuals, uh, start implementing, you know, minutes of activity, uh, during the day. Does that make any difference? So they looked at 4,000 men and women. Um, they added high intensity activity, short bouts, less than 10 minutes. Um, and what they found for those individuals was that, if they did participate in those shorter bouts of high intensity activity, um, they lowered their odds of obesity by 5% for women and 2% for men. So um, obviously there's a huge risk um, for diabetes, I'm sorry, not diabetes, of obesity uh, currently going on in, in the United States. And one of the solutions that is possible could be adding more activity in shorter abouts, right? Because everybody thinks they have to go to the gym 30 minutes, an hour. You know, there's just, there's not enough time for people. People just don't have enough time to get to the gym sometimes to commit that kind of uh, time, time for their workout. So um, what this study aimed to do was to look at, okay, can we start telling people even shorter bouts of activity, shorter bouts of exercise will make a big difference or a significant difference 
uh, to helping them limit the effects of obesity. Um, so yes, the answer is yes. Even if you're doing just a few minutes of high-intensity activity, uh, that adds up over the course of the day and will provide a calorie-boosting benefit uh, to your body. So the kind of a uh, common uh, common workout that's been talked about a lot recently, and we have an article on kind of what that information is, uh, the, Tabata, the Tabata protocol, the Tabata workout pro- protocol, which is a four-minute high-intensity interval training workout, um, you know, very short booster metabolism, uh, which can create a, a calorie-boosting uh, benefit of 200-plus calories throughout the day just from the fact that the workout itself, after you perform that workout, your metabolism is increased, and that increase can last throughout the day, somewhere to the effect of burning an additional 200 calories post-workout. The workout itself, since it's only four minutes, but is high intensity, you can only expect to burn between you know 50 and 60 calories just for the four-minute workout. Um, but it's the long-lasting metabolism, metabolism-boosting effect post-workout that provides the most benefit. Um, so what, is it, what does that look like? Uh, basically, it's 20 seconds of high-intensity work. So just picture maybe running in place, maybe doing some jumping jacks, maybe doing uh, some body weight squats, some burpees, maybe going up you know, a flight of st- a stairs fairly quickly, uh, something that's going to get your heart pumping at a very uh, you know, kind of an uncomfortable rate but not something that you can do for more than 20 seconds. So basically this is limited to people with functioning knees. <laughs> not necessarily. Body, body weight squats can be performed safely, even though uh, you, know, you may have some concerns about the health of your joints and your knees. So make sure that you're obviously consulting a professional when it comes to what you can perform safely. Uh, but there's no reason that you know, if you have issues, uh, there are certain exercises that you should be able to do um, even if you have concerns about your physical ability. So don't limit yourself. Don't say that you can't do something. Um, but if you are concerned, if you have a physical limitation, yes, it's always important to make sure that you're consulting your, uh, your physician, your doctor, or a qualified health and fitness professional before you start to engage in any of these types of exercise programs. One thing I'll say, I think about this four-minute HIIT training and how I can definitely implement that in my lunch. I think the problem is, and what a lot of people might run into, is that once you hit that lunch break, you don't really feel like doing much. You know, you <laughs> might have had an, uh, a verbal email or, or an email war with your coworkers. You might have just finished a presentation that was bombed, and sometimes you need that time to almost rest your mind. Do you think that doing a hit workout like that can actually help you recover uh, more efficiently during your lunch break? I think it depends on kind of what your priorities are when it comes to thinking about working out. If you value your lunch schedule and you have a set amount of time and you like to allocate it for different reasons, okay, well, yeah, those are your priorities. But, you know, at the same time, if you're driving home and you're like, man, I really wish I had some time to work out, but now I'm home and I don't want to do anything except sit on my couch and watch TV, okay, well, then maybe you should start thinking about Okay, where can I find that time to add in this exercise if I know either I'm not going to do it in the morning or I'm not going to do it when I get home at work? It's just prioritizing your time and being realistic with yourself and saying, okay, well, if I'm, I know I'm not going to do it in the morning and I know I don't feel energized enough to do it at home, where else can I find time to fit that in? Um, so yeah, it's going to come down to making sacrifices in other areas of your life for sure. 
But if it's something that you're really concerned about, uh, then finding you know five, four, five minutes you know during your break uh, to add in uh, those workouts that you really want to do because you know that there'll be a benefit for you. Uh, then it's just a shifting of priorities and making sure that you know that kind of fits with your overall plan. Uh, so it's all dependent on your goals for sure. But yeah, I mean everybody's lunch break is it's their, it's their break, right? You want to take advantage fully of your break. But at the same time, if you know you're not going to be working out in the morning or when you get home, it might be a good time for you to add it. It's just four minutes. <laughs> um, anyway, so four minutes, five minutes. A few minutes does make a difference, especially if it's high-intensity training. Um, You can have that metabolism-boosting potential, uh, so your body can kind of be revved up throughout the day after that, uh, which increases your calorie-burning potential. So let's kind of summarize and kind of put this all together um, because we talked about a lot of different strategies. And I think the main point here is if you're you're concerned um, about your health, particularly when it comes to, let's say, weight loss, um, and the general strategy that's been proposed before, and we've talked about it, is you know making sure that you're in some kind of caloric deficit, adding in that activity so that you're burning around 500 calories per day, um, about 3,500 calories per week. Now, if it's really hard for you to get to the gym, uh, you just can't find the time in the morning, you can't find the time in the afternoon, there are ways that you can increase your calorie burning potential while you're at work. So to go back to the desk-bound activities where you are actually in your workspace, um, again, substituting that gym ball, 50 calories burned throughout the course of your workday, substituting uh, sitting for standing, maybe adding a couple hours of standing throughout the workday can increase your calorie burning potential by 40 calories uh, per workday. Walking in place, great way to increase your calorie burning potential. Uh, 30 minutes of walking in place can burn 150 calories. And then if you can find a few minutes, four to five minutes to do some high intensity interval training during your, during your breaks, um, that can increase your calorie burning potential by 60, uh, just for the, just for the short duration of that workout. But then you get the additional metabolism boosting effect of 200 calories for the 24 hour period after your workout. So if you add all those up, conveniently adds to 500 calories for the day. And that's kind of what the deficit is that we're looking for if you're looking to lose about a pound of fat per week. So we just gave you five strategies. I'm sorry, four strategies. If you started implementing those strategies today, substituting the gym ball uh, for your desk chair, adding more standing activities, adding some walking in place, finding four to five minutes to do some high-intensity interval training, ideally... That means that you could burn 500 calories per day without going to the gym. Sounds good, right? (laughs) Yeah, or I can just not go to Bob's Burger or any other fast food establishment. Yes, so therein lies the the main concern, right? So (laughs) for most people, you know, it's it's easier to decide to not eat something. Then to look for ways to add activity, right? It's it, it's easier. I can just choose not to put this in my mouth and consume it. But finding ways to add activity is oftentimes a little bit more difficult. So uh, again, it depends on you know what you're struggling with in particular. If if you have a goal, you want to lose weight, you want to you know you need to be more active, but it's just impossible to get to the gym outside of work, then. You know, there are strategies that you can start to implement 
while you're in the workplace to increase the calorie burning potential while you're at work. Um, And that's the main goal, right? So we're trying to come up with strategies that will help you uh, no matter who you are, uh, what work setting you're in, um, to try to give you the best opportunity to succeed at your goal. So for this case, you know, if we're we're thinking about how can we add some activity because we know we just can't get to it, um, these are some simple ways that you can start implementing as soon as possible um, and start to see effects you know within a few weeks just by implementing these strategies let's go ahead and wrap up this episode like i said before this episode was sponsored by the sunny health and fitness sfb 0418 magnetic mini exercise bike Uh, burn some extra calories at work or at home with this portable easy to use exercise machine we want to thank you for joining us at 95 fitness we also want to thank eric for providing his input on this episode today. We much appreciate it. Uh, We hope you enjoy this show and learn something useful to help you on your journey towards a healthy lifestyle. If you want to learn more about this topic and other useful fitness tips, check out our show notes or visit us at sunnyhealthfitness.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. And make sure that you come back next time when we uh, talk about healthy eating strategies in the workplace.